At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It's the morning DNA uh, for, what is it, November 30th, 2020. Uh, is it still is, 2020? It's still 2020, <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't know. Uh, my name is Aaron Dyser, the man of a single black shirt. Not she for long. is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, currently stirring her coffee. Yes. I'm trying to do it quietly, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Danae, there's a lot to catch up on. Um, okay, so much to catch up on. Yeah, like. A lot, a lot. Uh, Thanksgiving happened. That's a My big birthday thing. Your happened. birthday happened. Uh, we Which, by the way, sh- I have a I have a gift to show you that I received. That's so incredible. Okay. Well, you want to do that? You want to do that now? Yeah, it's in the other room. I'll be right back. That's fine. I'll distract people with puppy cam. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be going into that room. Watch them. They're excited. I'm turning the door. <laughs> uh so yes uh a lot has happened oh look look at the puppies they're like oh look she's here oh she's she's not here for oh she is here for us hey uh yeah so we had things (laughs) (laughs) they already getting into stuff already uh they found my stash of the floofs my they found my stash of werther's original Oh, well, I don't blame them for that. That is so one of the best candies of all time. they've had a delicious candy. <laughs> That's amazing. That's absolutely okay. amazing. So this is a... Can I show you my present now or do I wait? No, go ahead. We're like talking about your birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Bright. Hey, thank you. You it are now somewhere day. between the ages of 18 and 60. That's true. Mm-hmm. Good job. You're, so you're this, this came from my mom. This is a Ooh. massive mug. Uh, it's called the Tankard. And it holds thirty-two ounces of of beverage. Wait, that's thirty. That's a thirty-two ounce mug. Look at it compared to my head. Wow, it is so huge. Look at it. Okay, so this is me holding on to it, like my little hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is a normal cup hand. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a big coffee mug. Yeah. So huge thanks to my mom who had this custom made for me along with a, a D20 die. So mm-hmm. what does your coffee roll for in in the morning? Like what is, is it strength. rolling for potency? <laughs> yeah. It, okay. For strength. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to put it. Is, right. is there some, is there a role you do for like how powerful your spell is? Like how effective it is? Like is effectiveness yeah. a role? Damage. Damage. That's the right one. Yeah. Your coffee so rolls I'm, for damage. I, I roll for damage. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I have a D20 right here, so I'll just roll it. Uh-huh. Roll for oh, damage. Four. 
It's oh, not, well, that's good. That's not going to be good coffee. <laughs> uh yeah so, yeah. so you birthday, had a birthday yeah thanksgiving how was your thanksgiving. thanksgiving is a little bit wacky this year it's weird for me and that's the other thing we did miss the show last week and i did want to address that just briefly to say uh my parents are recovering uh from covid with us and uh was really kind of in the intense um part of that uh early last week and so we weren't able to do a show and and i know like i'm not trying to apologize for that. Uh, I know everybody's probably fine with that, especially considering everything that's going on. Um, but I do want to say uh, that they both are turning the corner, doing you know well, getting back up, um, you know, and kind of getting on their feet. So um, thank you for everybody who was uh, kind of tuned into that and concerned. I really do appreciate that. Um, and glad to be back doing this, to be in a space where I can think about this and, you know, yeah. have fun doing this. So, yeah, yeah, it's hard to jump on and do a show when you have two parents that are going through COVID and needing a lot mm -hmm. of attention. So sure. we yeah. took a break, understandably. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to, oh, did you already show, look at the floofs? Did you I already did. show that I one? Did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. you already show happy birthday to yeah. me? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Did you already show that this mug is the most amazing thing that they've seen this month? For it? Don't connect. I'm not sure if I showed that one. Oh, okay, okay. No, no. And in fact, I think I showed the good morning from Lauren and maybe not the happy birthday. So I okay. think you're fine to, to throw those up on there. Um, yeah. Uh, Nick says, this mug is awesome. My coffee gives plus 10 to brain stamina, plus two to strength, and negative 10 to stomach stamina. That is, I've heard <laughs> that also, about coffee. Uh, also, like plus 10 to being regular, right? Well, I think that's the stomach stamina. I think that's what that's he's talking. That's not a negative ten. That's a positive. Well, just the idea that you're just gonna you're gonna have to run to the bathroom, like you you know, like it's one of those things. You know, this is my understanding of the effects of coffee, of which I have had maybe three sips my entire life at three have different ever, times. Have you ever like smelled coffee and had to instantly mm -hmm. poop? Just curious. No. <laughs> okay. No, I mean. <laughs> Yes, but probably completely unrelated. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, that's that. I don't think it works that way. I don't think yeah. that's how it works. Truly, also, I went on vacation from work for the first time in like years. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I, I took my very first vacation, which wasn't really a vacation. No, I mean, it kind of was a vacation, but it mostly wasn't a vacation. It was, well, and let's be let's be fair. It was a holiday. I mean, you, you right. basically took Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, well, <that's> not... <laughs> I took off Tuesday, Wednesday, and then right. Thursday, Friday. Right. So I did have two days, but like mm -hmm. one of them was spent doing like errands and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then my actual day off, um, I pretty that was pretty much my lazy day. But I used it to prepare for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so, I mean, technically that definitely counts. And I got to sleep and take a nap and stuff. So that was really fun. What? What um, is this napping? I what know. is this napping I hear people are doing these days? And then on Friday, I, I kept thinking I was going to have the day off, another, another like lazy day. But we had agreed weeks ago that we would go ahead and have Nana watch iris on friday so that we could peel wallpaper mm, it's a great thing to do when you're taking a break so peel some wallpaper the good news is is that the border that has been on in our downstairs basement for like 20 years has now been finally removed that's the good news the bad mm -hmm. news is that now we have to prep and paint the walls <laughs> so but it's it looks a lot better so we got that project done i mean we've done so many things so many fun. Oh, oh, and the best part of the wallpaper, guys, my husband and I didn't get into any arguments. I don't the believe you. The whole time. 
We that's actually what, that's what marriage working together in marriage is for is for, you know, hashing out those arguments. We did it. We freaking did it. It was so cool. We were like simpatico. Like there was even a point when I would get off my chair and scoot it over to the right and then he would step on that chair and then I would get up on his chair. We would just just like like thing while he's doing mm -hmm. the steamer and I'm doing the peeling and we didn't even talk about it. It was wow. just it, it just happened. And I wow. don't know. I don't know. I just feel like everything is aligning. I think <laughs> I feel like I'm on another level now. Killing it. I know. It's amazing what a couple days will do. I know. That's awesome. Lolly says, uh, it does work that way, Aaron. Go read Pavlov and refresh your classical conditioning logic. <laughs> you, are, you are correct, Lolly. It would work that way for somebody who drinks coffee. I do not uh -huh. drink coffee, so the smell is not going to be conditioned for me it uh, could in be. any way. <gasps> I don't have a... that direct response with coffee because I've never, I've never partaken in but that But there's way. a chance that as your tongue, like as, as your taste buds get worse and worse as you age... That you mm -hmm. can drink coffee later. I don't. Th I don't. Th I think coffee. I think I'm, if I'm going to drink coffee, I'll probably have to contract COVID and lose my sense of taste completely. Like <gasps> that is. That's the only way I can see. And, and honestly, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, <laughs> coffee, hmm? beer, uh, are two things that have. I think if you're honest with yourself, Flavor? horrible taste, just horrible taste. <laughs> Listen, no. I'm not. No, no, no. Listen, mm. I'm not. I this is this is objectively true. What you are drinking is your version of a type of coffee that you've conditioned yourself to enjoy the effects of and therefore look forward to the flavor, the taste. Beer is the same way. It's it's it is it is a uh, bitter thing that people condition themselves for the effects. And I was thinking, oh, that makes sense now because both coffee and alcohol have effects that people are seeking. And so they're like, I can definitely get used to this taste and then I'll start to crave this taste. And so I was just thinking about that the other day, how cool, we, cool. we have learned, you know, associations sure, sure. with that kind yeah, of stuff. Whatever, whatever. Listen, <laughs> says the man who can't have it because it's so strong, you can't enjoy uh, it. So you're telling worst. yourself whatever you need to tell yourself. <laughs> Because you don't, don't want to feel left out. You don't out. think coffee is objectively bitter? Like if you you put stuff in it, right? Um, I do add honey. Okay. And then today why? I added a little bit of cream. Okay, but why? Bit. If the coffee is so yummy, why? I are you have coffee black too. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I also have drink wrong. beer, and you know what? Yeah. It's a flavor you have to decide to get used to. That's Lord, true. Hey, look, Lauren's so, backing me up. But so is pumpkin pie. You know, it's a flavor you have to choose to get used to. Pumpkin isn't uh, or like lima a... beans. <laughs> well, I'm with with you on lima beans, <laughs> like, but lima beans have a healthy effect apparently. So well, that's so a little does better. coffee. You and know what? You beer. might be right. You might be right. Technically, <laughs> Lauren says I agree with the coffee taste. If it tasted good, I wouldn't have to have half coffee, half creamer. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. That's how it goes. No, I I get that. That's. I understand what you're saying, but I do really enjoy rousing you. I'll never forget the first time I tried coffee. I was probably eight, and my grandpa drank coffee all the time, and he drank mm -hmm. his black. And he lived in the small farming town where the name of the restaurant was Y'all Come Back. <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> the name of the restaurant was Y'all Come Back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they had sludge coffee and he drank it and one day he slid it over and i felt like the coolest kid because mm -hmm. i finally was like gonna get to taste the coffee kind of a thing so 
it was horrible. I hated it. Yeah. But then I had my second sip and I liked it. Uh, only took, so I only took a, only took a second sip. Only yeah, took a I was like, sip. oh, I actually, think I kind of like this. So I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I did want to tell you one other amazing thing that's happened recently that I didn't get to mm -hmm. tell you about. And that is that my three-year-old now scratches my back. Ooh. That's Super a, that's bonus. That's like one of those milestones you don't think of as a parent. But it's like when in, and especially when they start to get old enough to have like strong hands and they oh, give you a little great. massage. Oh, you know? yeah, massage. Yeah. That's yeah. next. That's, that's the so, next milestone. The cool thing is, is I did like the, a little to the right, a little bit up, a little bit, mm -hmm. and she totally got it. Um, she's done once before, but she didn't do as well with it. Like, but this time she did a real solid back scratch, which I was pleased by because sometimes you just can't get that itch, right? Mm -hmm. So then the next day she's like, daddy, will you scratch my back? And Justin's like, sure. And so she lays down and he starts to do the scritchy scritchy and she goes oh yeah right there a little bit to the left a <laughs> little bit to the right a it's little cute. bit up <laughs> it was so adorable she's like oh that feels so good thanks dad oh yeah that's the good stuff <laughs> mm -hmm. i remember when my my boys were younger and they were like um uh you know dad can you give me a shoulder massage you know kind of thing because you know they would do that to me and i'd tell them how how good it felt or whatever and so i would give them a shoulder massage and they'd be like yeah that feels really good but it was like tickling them and they like couldn't <laughs> they were like trying to oh yeah them. this is great oh, this is amazing okay oh, we're yeah. done right right <laughs> it's this pretty cute stuff. yeah she's she's pretty incredible i haven't got to tell you like iris stories or life stories we've missed yeah. you guys and we hope absolutely. you guys are doing well um but we're happy to be back absolutely this week should we uh do our yeah you ready shoe a dough you want to shoe a dough let's shoe a dough all right let's do it We'll kick it off with uh, the FAQs, the friendship application questions, right? Which I have right here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the puppies I see sleeping. Um. Okay, so it's been a while, but I think the last one we did was about the Steve Miller Band. Um. So this one is about outer space. Okay. Question number nine. When in outer space, would you rather A, build a spaceship out of Legos... Okay. B, whip out your pocket fan and use it until the batteries ran out. Okay. I, I was not doing drugs at the time. <laughs> C, hitchhike on an alien craft. Mm, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to go with D. D. <laughs> Sell answer A to the aliens and use answer B as a weapon to be the king of answer C. And yes, this means being the king of all hitchhikers in space. Wow. Hard to turn down uh, D. Um, although I think in general, kings are a bad idea. Uh, the monarchy is just a recipe for corruption. Um, so I think I'm going to have to eliminate D because of that, uh, just on, a, on an ethical moral stance. Um, I think I would like to... I think I will go with C and hitchhike on an alien craft. Hitchhike on an alien craft and make sure I don't forget my towel. I don't understand that reference. It's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. There's oh. literally a series of books about hitchhiking through the galaxy. So, so cool thing about me writing this is I did I don't know that. Well, the other cool thing is this probably predates the Lego Movie too, 
right? Yeah. So the fact that you're talking about, you know, spaceship from the Lego movie is pretty incredible, too. Um, I'm like, so cool. You basically, (laughs) you know, you basically reference slash predicted two entire worlds of sci-fi. So, yeah. Uh, Steven says, see, so you can explore. JCD Mm -hmm. says, see, I want to visit the restaurant at the edge of the universe. Another Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Nick says, see, I was going to say the towel thing and you beat me to it, Aaron. (laughs) But then we've got Lauren and Elizabeth coming in for the Hmm. last one, which says, sell your spaceship out of Legos. Use the pocket fan as a weapon to be king of the Hitchhikers. And yes, that means you'll be king or queen, whatever you want. You know, it's also interesting. There's a uh, a movie on Netflix that just came out that I think you would like called Over the Moon. And oh, I a... started watching that movie and it oh, started yeah. making me sob and I turned it off immediately and I wrote to the company and said, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you effectively no use warning? my emotions to feel things? No warning at all? We're just going to start with this? Are you Are you freaking, are you upping me right now? Yeah, yeah. I thought you liked up. Doesn't that start with a whole bunch of sadness? It does. I does. But you like if you like the movie, maybe you'll like Over the Moon too. Difference maybe. between that movie Listen. and this movie is that in Up, I was stuck in a theater and I couldn't get up and leave because my family was there and I had to put on a good face. But with this one, I can just slam my laptop shut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's quite possible that your emotions are not your enemy, Danae. It's quite possible that they are an effective. I'm not time for in- that crap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't have time for this. Uh, anyhow, I was going to say an over the moon, uh, little girl invents a, a rocket basically that, uh, uses the same kind of, uh, fan technology that you're talking mm. about. So, um, yeah, or, or at least, so I, uh, t- uh, techno deficient. Um, I predicted another, sh- another show or movie. Absolutely. Basically mm-hmm. everything you said, uh, <laughs> came true in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's gotta be a C for me. Hitchhike uh, through the galaxy. Of course, in the yeah. in the story, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Janae, since you've never seen it, he has to hitchhike through the galaxy because the Earth is destroyed to make way for an interstellar bypass. Uh, so, oh yes, you know we were just talking about bypasses, but hope I might be able to remember why we're talking about bypasses when we get to our topic. But here's what my friend said: See, yay, good job, friend. Uh, Fingers crossed, maybe I can be Danae's friend when we're all through with this. Uh, Nick says, Over the Moon was so good, my daughter's been singing the songs uh, on repeat, and it hasn't gotten annoying, so it has my seal oh, of approval. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, uh, the song was really powerful. I was really, really drawn into it instantly. I loved the animation. Um, I thought it was just, like, it had a lot of, um, uh, what's the word, culture that mm-hmm. was just yeah. all just kind of, I don't know. It, it almost you could smell it, and and you were mm-hmm. in like immersion, um, and some incredibly good storytelling. I mean, for as much as I was not prepared to feel terrible in yeah. my time, my free time, where I have other things I want to do, terrible. I was not. I was not prepared for that. So that's the only bad thing that and says I did. Ev- I I did stop watching it. I haven't gone back to watch it. Says everything you need to say that you would describe an emotional catharsis as terrible. <laughs> uh, like I have things to do. I can't fall apart right now. Right? No, totally. I get it. You should you go back to, to come it. with a freaking like warning though. Yeah. Like they need to be like, hey, 
just prepare yourself to be in a space and then you can watch this. Danae needs know, like, kind of uh, you know, how the rating system is usually about content. Danae yes. needs a rating system for emotions. Yes, like, you I know, do. This this is uh, rated uh, TY for traumatic youth, you know, or whatever the emotional experience is. Danae needs to know ahead of time how to prepare herself to fight down those evil emotions that might overtake her. Fine line between wanting to be spoiled and wanting to experience it on my own. But I did I did have to stop because I was like, I can't Mm -hmm. do this right yeah. now i i can't go to this place right now like i cannot sure. fall the freak apart right now like I, yeah. I have to go back to it and hopefully i can just like maybe i'll just skip forward you know five minutes or so hmm. or maybe the second time you see it you'll have a deeper fuller understanding of why you're feeling what you're feeling and what it means to you and it'll make you help you grow as a person my job i narrate i i write for a comedy like channel right mm-hmm. and Everybody on the team who's also a writer, I feel like they actually enjoy content. I feel like I'm the closest to actually the narrator voice because <laughs> I genuinely just want to skip over that stuff. And I like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I genuinely don't want to watch it or whatever. <laughs> and this is one of them where, yeah, maybe I'll go back and watch it. But man, I have, like, I'm a new mom. I don't want to see that crap. I don't want to think about that stuff. Hey, like The listen. world is hard as is. I don't need to watch it. Your world's not hard. You just said everything's kicking on all cylinders. You and your husband are in simpatico. Like, everything's great. Yeah, this but is if I start time. thinking about myself and put myself <laughs> into that little girl's shoes, it's not fun. Fair enough. Fair enough. Skip ahead five minutes. Uh, JCD says, rated SU for sobbing uncontrollably. <laughs> yes. Nick says, they should call it the Pixar rating scale. How hard you cry while watching <laughs> yeah. this movie. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, It Don't Connect says they could measure it in average milliliters of tears cried. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I do want to go back and watch it, but I just don't know when. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. You know, look, I, I like crying in movies. Uh, this is not do. a secret. Uh, Onward was great for that. Um, pretty much. Again, you're right. It pretty much Pixar movies are, are absolutely wonderful for that. So. <laughs> So, yeah. Very nice. Uh, You ready to get to the DNA in you? Let's do it. So, uh, this is what we do on the show. We do the DNA in you. Danae, the D. I am the A, Aaron. And you are the U. If you have a question that you want to ask or a topic you want us to talk about, all you got to do is put it in the comments. No matter where you're watching, we will see it. Uh, if uh, If you can do us a favor and put a U at the beginning of your question so that we can see it when we leave back through the comments that will help us out immensely uh until we have the support at team dna to hire a producer to do that for us oh my god (laughs) can you imagine dreams you know i should update that before you do your topic um a big thank you goes out to joseph uh for being a new member of team dna uh thank you so much we do appreciate it thanks Uh, joseph that means we are now nine away from live D&D, or D&D, I should say. We haven't decided for sure if it'll be live, but from playing D&D for you, for our Team DNA members. I think that we could do part of it live and then part of it recorded, because it's not going to just be an easy, like, hey, let's just do this one thing for an hour. We're going to have to talk about D&D. We're going to talk about, like, character building, and we maybe could do some of that live with an audience um, feedback. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. JCD, uh, JC Davis says, hey, that's me. Ah! We Thanks, appreciate man. you. Thank you. That means the You're world to the us. You're the best. Uh, and I will have an update on the shirt later on uh, yes. as well. Okay, cool. So, but what's but, your topic today? Oh, 
All right. Well, today my topic says this. Tell me a time that you went out of your way for a friend, and what was that experience like for you? Hmm. This is um, on my mind because I got a call on Saturday evening from a friend of mine who has been stuck in California for four and a half years. And she um, and her boyfriend have saved up enough money to do like they're like, this is all the money we ever have. What are we going to do with it? What do we want to do? And they want to get out of California, out of their situation and they want to come back to Missouri, but they want to buy land. And land is very expensive, especially when you get obviously into like the city areas and things like that. And then there's restrictions on what you can do, like how many animals you might be able to have if you wanted to have a farm or a mm -hmm. small farm or right. a hobby sure. farm and stuff like this. So with the money that they have, they can uh, look so far outside of the towns, right, of, of our city. And so she asked me if I would be willing to go and look at property for her. So hmm. I drove with my mom and my dad, who we all love my friend very much. And um, she's been kind of just like, a, she's like a sister. She's like a part of our family, even though she's not technically family, you know, you mm -hmm. know those people. Yeah. So we jumped in the car. We drove two hours northeast into this tiny little town of mm -hmm. a thousand people. And we drove a little bit further than that town of a thousand people and some Amish folk onto this little five acre plot of land. Mm -hmm. And I got to walk around on land and like, you know, you kick bricks when you're looking for a house. Yeah. But with trees. <laughs> That's that was my that was so my experience. You you kicked barks? Kick some bark. Yeah. Yep. I overturned some stones. I uh rooted around. Was checking to see if the soil like was good for truffles. Yeah, like... I was truffle hunting. <laughs> Definitely, almost stepped in deer poop many times. Uh, I believe it's scat. I believe the uh, the term is scat when it's a wild animal. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yes. Well, I was the scat woman almost uh -huh. uh, yeah. on this adventure, and I don't know. It was it was really interesting because she may literally buy this land sight unseen based on what information I shared with her about my hmm. experience on this land. The pressure. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to oversell. I don't want to undersell. Like sure. you're going to move from California across the country yeah. to this land for the first time. But like, what a big decision to make. She like physically can't just get here and get back. And I don't know, it's like uh, kind of one of those moments you show up for someone and you know it's really, really important. Mm -hmm. And it was also kind of cool at the same time just to go like, oh, yeah, I could see yeah. you living here and setting up camp. Yeah. But I had to talk to her about things I'd never taught. Like, okay, you'd have to redo the fence and you're going to have to dig a well and you're mm -hmm. going to need to do this and that, blah, blah. But the underbrush looks good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, just it's like, what crazy. do you say? Yeah. yeah, so it was like half of my day was taken up doing that, but it was a really good day to tromp around in the woods. It's been a long time since I just put on my boots and like my outdoor gear and went walking in the wood, you know, and so yeah. that was really kind of a cool experience. So nice. 
Uh, JC Davis says, I had to pick up my buddy's girlfriend from his dorm after they had an argument in campus. Police were called. It was a huge red flag on the now former friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's an interesting one. I, you know, I have. Good for you. Yeah, definitely. And Danae, I know you have similar stories too of standing in the gap for friends who are in dangerous situations, uh, you know, those kind of things. And I've lived a very sheltered life and don't have those kind of experiences. Um, So like I'm racking my brain uh, and just stuff like that. I just, I can't find like for me, I look forward to being there for friends and to being able to like, you know, fill in. Um, I remember when I was traveling in a uh, drama group during college, we were traveling around and the, the guy that, that leads the group, uh, and leads all the the stuff one morning was like uh dude i am sick he had like a fever and he wasn't feeling well and and i just remember like feeling like it was time to put on my superman cape and i was like i got you buddy i got your back <laughs> and like and i went to work yeah. you know and like there's something really and and that's a stupid silly thing to remember from you know however many years ago but it was it was just an opportunity to be like i got this buddy i got you you I know and that's a fun thing there's times whenever you're selfless that stand out to you when you're kind of testing what your personality or what mm-hmm. you're made of. Yeah. And I think when you step out and you go out of your way for someone or a friend or a situation, I think like you don't have an opportunity oftentimes to talk about those moments because it's kind of like a self brag situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm kind of self bragging a little bit that I got to do this, but I do love helping people. And this is one of those ways where to her, she's like, you literally left your life behind and went to go walk on land to tell me if you liked it or not. And that's just mm-hmm. such a big deal. And for me, it's, yeah. you know, when you're doing something for a friend, maybe it doesn't feel like such a great, huge sacrifice. I can think of some times whenever it was a huge sacrifice to help someone. This one for me over the weekend was genuinely fun. Number one, I want my friend to come back home. Like, get mm-hmm. get out of California. Get back here so that we can hug and, like, talk and have mm-hmm. coffee or water or whatever, Aaron, mm-hmm. and, you know, bake and cook and, and have like live life together. I want to like meet my kid, you know, that kind of thing. So it's a little bit selfish for me to go out there, but um, I think it's important. Those moments are important too, because it reminds us what is valuable and what we're willing mm-hmm. to sacrifice for other people. It doesn't always have to be like a really deep exchange. Sometimes it can just be something that's simple too, where we just, you know, meet somebody where they're at. So it's, it's been really fun too. to, I say fun, um, admirable. Uh, I, I, it's, I've really been impressed with, uh, my wife as my parents are recovering too. just how attentive mm-hmm. and, you know, because they're recovering and they need, you know, care and food and, and all that kind of stuff. And I was even thinking this morning, you know, that as some of that kind of shifts to me as she's back at work or whatever, like how different we are in the fact that this is true when you help friends too. And I'm curious about like kind of how you identify yourself. But for her, she is looking for opportunities all the time mm-hmm. to be there and serve and do things. She's very much proactive. And I am built to be a responder person and a task manager. So like, I'm the kind of person, like, if you give me something to do, I'm going to nail it for you. Like I will Mm -hmm. meet that task and I will do it as efficiently and quickly and as amazingly as possible. But But you need to define it. But I'm, yeah, you have to define it for me and I'm not necessarily proactive. And so I think about the times where I've helped out friends or those kind. it's because they, you know, I, I knew specifically what they wanted and I knew it was a task I could accomplish and do for them. 
Whereas somebody like my wife would just be like, okay, she's like create. She's yeah, she's figuring it out, and yeah. you know. So I think knowing that kind of stuff about yourself is really important in understanding how you work. Um, and and it's interesting that it goes both for how you do your job and how you live your life, you know, and how you serve your friends. Like it's just part of your personality. So this one yeah. might not count, but I feel like it does because it's work related. But you knocked it out of the park for me when I had Iris because we were working sure. for ourselves at that time. So we're mm -hmm. like work partners, but then also friends. Mm -hmm. And so when I said I wanted to take three months off of work to uh -huh. adjust to being a mom and you like, you're like, okay, <laughs> you found a way to make it work. And sure. yes, that's our job, but also not everybody gets to do that. So I feel like that was kind of a friend moment too, where you're like, you know what? I'll figure out a way to make that work. And you did, you sure. got a co-host replacement for me for a little while. So you didn't have to do all of it solo for several months. And you know, we got clever with things and that was a way where I asked you for something you went mm -hmm. out of your way and you figured out a way to make it work. Mm -hmm. So I've always yeah. liked that. I've always appreciated that you did that for me because well, that was a big moment in my life that I needed to take some time off. You know, there's certain kind of personalities that work well together, and uh, I think ours do because you understand that about me. But there are also certain type of personalities that would be very annoyed by that. They'd be like, can't you just see it and do it? Like, why do I have to explain it to you? Right. You know, I've, I've definitely experienced that in jobs and friendships and relationships. And so, you know, I think understanding not only yourself, but the people you are close in contact with and how they operate, how they work, it's just really valuable. And, and it's unfortunate with somebody who is a task manager meets up with somebody who uh, is, doesn't like to communicate that they need help. The, that's like a bad situation, right? Like, because then nothing ever, you know, gets helped. So anyhow, I've had that before. What? <laughs> I've what? had that Are in a, in a work experience? experience one or two times. That's weird. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, some other good stuff from you guys. Elizabeth says, went uh, with my friend to her mom's funeral at the start of this year. I couldn't stay Aww. for the burial, but she said she appreciated me being there. Yeah, just being there during those kind of times for friends is uh, is very valuable. Yeah. So isn't it incredible? It's Sometimes it's not like, oh, I'm going to do this epic thing. It's just being present or even just listening during a very difficult time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can think of some other things Elizabeth has done for other people that is pretty selfless and incredible. So, um, yeah, you know, it's nice too because I think we need to do a better job of telling each other that too. Of when we see. The, the effort that other people put in or the things that 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 they do yes. because two things can happen number one somebody can feel like they're doing uh good things but it's not being wrecking like they you know so they wonder am i really doing something okay because nobody's recognizing it right the other part of that is a lot of times we don't give ourselves enough credit for the work we're putting in and I, you know i've had that experience where somebody's been like thank you so much for doing this i'm like what I do like I you know putting like the I chairs did. away what do you mean <laughs> right yeah and so <laughs> I think it's really valuable to communicate you know to each other when when we have been helped or even in the smallest of ways so no I think that's a a really good point uh ready to move on to the a or did you have yes. another one okay. no I just wanted to shout out to um Marley who's Ma Marella. Mariella Mariella why did I not say her name I'm sorry who says so glad <laughs> you guys are back we're glad to be back too Yes, we indeed. missed you guys. Okay. Uh, the A topic today: What is something you wish you had left in your childhood? Something that you have dragged with you into adulthood, and you kind of wish maybe you had left it back in childhood. 
today this is heavy on my mind, heavy on my head, specifically my forehead, as I have the hugest pimple going on on my forehead right now. It feels to me like it's just like flashing neon lights, you know, look just like, me, hey, everybody, me. look at the big red spot. Oh, you should super just draw little googly eye kind of things on it. Uh-huh. And then yeah. call it like your like your buddy, you know. Uh huh. Another yeah. person. Welcome to the show, Aaron's pimple. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, You're drawing attention to it on a massive level. Yes. No. Well, uh, listen. As far as I'm, maybe I'm wrong. As far as I'm concerned, everybody's noticed it by this point anyway, which is fine. And I'm not. I honestly am not self conscious about these kind of things. I get that the human body does what it's going to do. Like it doesn't make me question my value or anything like that. But it is one of those things that I was promised would go away. And I'm just like, you know, like when you're growing up and you're dealing with acne or whatever the case may be, and you're like, oh, as you mm. get older, you don't have to, to worry about that kind of thing. And then just every once in a while, it's like, nope, nope, we're going to do this right now. And I'm just like, okay, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, face. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. Did you touch your forehead or did it just appear? You know, Danae, I do not keep a written record of the times I touch my face, but I have been very conscious about not touching my face, especially during the global pandemic. So, so I asked that because... I used to touch my face all the time and I had really mm -hmm. bad acne. And then I had to work for years at stopping, like just like touching and picking and, and feeling mm -hmm. um, because my sin, my skin is incredibly sensitive. And um, there have been multiple times since Iris has joined the party where her little grubby hands have been doing grubby things mm -hmm. and she'll reach up and touch my face. And within like an hour, I've got something growing on my face. It's crazy how quickly yeah. our skin yeah. is just like, get out. <laughs> yeah. So it got me thinking about that fact that I thought this was something that was going to go away. And I, it just got me thinking even on like a psychological level, an emotional level. You know me. I like to, to think deeply about things like what are those things you've carried with you? Could be a habit. Could be a way you see the world that you're like, you know, I kind of need to mature out of this or I'm trying to mature out of this or, you know, just just some, because honestly, I really feel like at the end of the day, the more I talk to people about this kind of stuff, that we are all just the, you know, eight to 14 year old version of ourselves as an adult. And we're all just trying to figure out what do I do with this adultness? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <you know? laughs> so a hundred percent. Right. Yes. Yeah. There is a part of me that is eternally stuck in kid mode. And then there's a part of me that's like growing up and maturing and like doing the adult thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I love this comment from Elizabeth while you're talking. She says, as Aaron is saying that about hands on face, I slowly take my hand away from my face. <laughs> like, it's just sweet. peel it away. No touching. JC Davis says, some would argue I should have left my interest in Titanic in the past. Hey, that's a great movie. You don't need to leave that in the past. You or know, or is it you. just in general the the whole Titanic thing that happened? Not just the movie, but like the actual historical event. Um, JC Davis, if you could clarify for Danae. But um, here's the thing. Sometimes <laughs> we get really interested in historical events. Sure. Not just like a movie about it or whatever. Sure, could be, could be. Because maybe he's like a history, like he's into mm -hmm. history and stuff. Yeah. Or tragedies. Yeah. Could be. But that's could okay. Be. Um, uh, I have so many things I wish I left. I wondered if anything came to mind. I was curious what you were thinking. I think uh, a crippling sense of of self doubt. <laughs> like I wish that would have just ended in my youth, but that still mm -hmm. creeps its way into my adult life. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never really, like, I'm a dreamer. I dream a lot. And I kind of wish at some point in time I would have switched from dreamer to doer. Like, 
So you're Switch talking, in, you're not talking nighttime sleep. Oh, I dream. You do that, but you're talking like I dream about. I dream about all the things, things I can and, do. And, yeah, yeah. And then I find myself wondering at the end of the of, of the year or a season of my life, going, did I do anything of value or importance mm. at all, mm. it, or am I just dreaming? You know. And so it's been really interesting because I have always been that way, and I was encouraged to be that way. My mom and dad are both dreamers, and so. I've just been around people who imagine possibilities all mm -hmm. the time. And it is, it's really good and it's important. And I, I know it's an important thing that I do. Um, finding ways to make sure that I have outlets for it that feel healthy. For example, consulting. Like when, <clears throat> when people call me and they're like, hey, I've got this project or this mm -hmm. situation and I'm trying to troubleshoot it or come up with an idea or whatever. If I can like put my brain into their world and then dream and like create and it actually helps them to do what they need to do, that's a really positive outlet for this yeah. abundance of possibility. But well, in my own life, I think I get kind of like bogged down by that. I wish yeah. that that would have been something that I would have left in my youth. But at the same time, I know it's just part of who I am and I, I'm embracing it as best I know how. So, See, that's the trick, right? The, the trick is understanding if it's something that's a part of you and just kind of makes up your personality and who you are, then you don't necessarily have to get rid of it. What you have to do is understand how to process it, understand how to use it properly. I think right. what you're talking about that a lot of dreamers, and I have a little bit of that dreamer thing in, in me too. You know, I like to think of um, systems and possibilities and those kind of things. It can be so overwhelming because if you were to accomplish everything you dreamed about, you would be dead. You'd work yourself so hard you would die. Like it's I would impossible. have been a lawyer, a teacher, well, right. teacher first, then a lawyer, mm -hmm. uh, you know, an explorer. Like I would have been all, and you know what? To a certain degree, I have done all of these things in like the capacity that I am able to do. Well, that's what I, that's what I think the trick is for a dreamer is to go, um, to understand that your, your value is not based on how you accomplish your dreams. Your value is based on how you move through life in light of your dreams, in mm -hmm. light of the things you've thought of. Yes. How a dream can happen one day and not bear any fruit till 10 years later. And or just understand that's, or, or at all. And just understand that's how, that's how dreams work. You know, this show is a dream that, you know, mm -hmm. didn't bear fruit for a long time, eight years, you know? So uh, it, it's, it's just, yeah, it's absolutely something that, that you kind of have to learn about yourself. But there's a lot of things that are from my youth that like kind of carry over, but most all of them are just me questioning myself, doubting myself, being hard on myself. And that was really prevalent in my youth when you're just trying to figure out who you are. But yeah. as far as like fun things, like those are like the deep mental space, like the 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 the, the soul and mental makeup of Danae. But as far as like something fun that I wish I would have left in my youth, I think it's my inability to put my shoes in one plot, like one spot. <laughs> I wish you that still I have that. I, I will still just take them off and leave them places. And, and I'm doing really good with most of the other things that I, uh, mm -hmm. that, of my belongings now. It's mm -hmm. taken me a really long time to break mm -hmm. my habits from my youth. But shoes, man. Every once in a while, I'm like, where did I put my boot? And mm -hmm. why is it just one? Now, I do think it's my, it might be the puppies. 
That's true. You have a child and puppies now, so... Can we add them to the stream? I want to see them real quick. <laughs> sure. Um, I just want to They don't look different. very pretty on our background uh, when we have this background, but yeah, there they are. They're just oh, sleeping. they're just sleeping. Yeah, okay. they're sleeping. They're doing They're not fun. stealing anything right now. Okay. Nope, not right now. Uh, lots of great stuff. I did want to throw this up here before we continue this topic. Archimedes Amazona says, won't be able to stay and watch live, but wanted to wish good week to you guys and everyone in Thank every chat. I love that he said everyone in every chat because... Thank you. Uh, we know that people are watching in many different places. Um, so we do appreciate that. Uh, JCD clarified it is the disaster and all the movies. So pretty much anything related to Titanic, oh, it's a, which is it's interesting. A, you know, it's it's interesting to try to figure out where the line between a hobby and obsession is. And, you know. Well, there are some people that need to get obsessed about things to get in there and figure out, like, what went wrong. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. yeah, so I can understand that. Well, but once once you're obsessed, it becomes unhealthy. Once you're obsessed, it becomes that thing that is taking away from the healthy balance of your life. You can have a, a hobby that wants to explore this and go into it as long as it's balanced with the other parts of your life. But obsession guess, can be a, a weird thing. My question is, do you have a bed that's shaped like the boat and if you do that would be amazing that would be pretty cool yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> uh lolly says my childish thing is crying when tired i have suffered insomnia in the past and if i miss a couple of nights sleep i get emotional last week i sobbed like a two-year-old because i needed a nap that's amazing that's amazing. right uh See? kristen says i wish that's... i still didn't cry when i get in trouble at work <gasps> trouble. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, I just thought of one based on what Kristen said. I hate that when I get a certain level of angry, I cry. Mm. I'm so angry that I cry. So it almost like it like undermines the anger. Like I want there to be a certain level of fear and understanding of my mm -hmm. anger, but then I'm yeah. crying so that there's, then there's this confusion. It's been a long time since I've had that happen though. So I guess maybe I am over that one now, but that reminded me of that. Uh, Nick says, you know how when you're doing things, suddenly you remember that super idiotic thing you did or said in the past and it makes you want to scream at yourself? <laughs> I wish I could get rid of that. Oh, me too, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling. Oh, me Doc too. Doc says, I wish I wasn't a procrastinator. And before you ask, yes, I keep putting that off. It's been 84 years. Um, as a fellow procrastinator, let mm -hmm. me say there is a level of understanding your procrastination that I think has helped me immensely. And uh, understanding that you can use it as a tool and not necessarily as a hindrance. Um, yeah. So that's I think that's really valuable. Understand yourself. I'm a procrastinator to the nth degree. And what I eventually realized was I could use that to my advantage and accomplish more if I just set the time to do it right when it needed to be done. Um, so, yeah. Yep. We actually had to work together um, when Aaron and I were trying to figure out how we work well together. And like, mm -hmm. we're just really blunt communicators. Like, just tell me what works for you and we'll figure it out kind of a right. thing. So we got right. to have a lot of really great conversations that led to some pretty cool ways of working together. And one of the big revelations that we had was realizing that even though we have, uh, like, let's say we have 40 hours in a week, our best work is done before it's due. Mm -hmm. uh, where we're really, really attentive and focused. Whereas if we try to put it off like earlier in the week to get work done and like get ahead, it just didn't work for both of us. We actually both work better under pressure. So we kind of moved our schedule around to where we knew when we needed to do what in what order, which backfires in some situations, but for it the can. most part works. Sure. For us. Yeah, it can. But you know what? Doing things early can backfire too. See, this is the thing that, that people forget no matter how you choose to do your work. 
when you do it can backfire on you. If you do it too early and then something changes, you have to redo it. Yeah, what we what we realized is we had to look ahead to see when we're going to be leaving for vacation or certain things were going to be all happening at the same time and be smart about how we were going to work in those times because when everything piles on and it's all due immediately, then it's stress central. So anyway, I to Aaron's point, yeah, figure out what works best for you and Sure, in certain environments, you can't really control that because you might not work for yourself. But if you kind of know yourself better, sometimes you can be your own advocate and sort of guide the ship, so to speak, mm -hmm. as best yeah. you possibly can. Elizabeth says, being afraid to ask for help. I am getting better, but it can still be a problem. Um, yeah. That's a good one. You know, people are, I think we are afraid that when we ask for help, it shows weakness. Mm -hmm. And what we need to realize is that we are all weak. <laughs> we shouldn't be afraid of weakness. That's the thing I think we forget is weakness is just part of being human. And yeah. so ask, asking for help, you, you know, it's it's not that you're weak. It's you're you're just you're human. You can't do everything. You know? We're and told that we can. Help. See that? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. We're told by media. We're told by like you know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. Mm -hmm. And I to and a you certain do degree, it on your own, and you don't need anybody's help. And to a yeah. certain degree, I think that that's that there's validity in that, especially in certain situations. But I remember going through the Strength Finders kind of scenario, which is you know where you take this massive questionnaire. It takes a long time. There's actually coaches that talk about it, mm -hmm. and they rank your strengths. And it's not that the top five are like your most powerful. It's just the ones you use most frequently. And then you know they're kind of like they go down, you know. Like, for example, one of them is the doer. If you're a mm -hmm. doer, Aaron and I is top five. We're both not doers. So we realized that on our team, we just know that that's a weakness of ours. Mm -hmm. And it changes it to be like, we're just not going to lean into doing because it's not like we, we can. We can be doers, but we're just not going to do that because it's not a strength of ours. Um, that really helped me to understand that I can say in a team environment, I'm not great at that i can do it but i'm not great at it i'm going to lead more into command or i'm going to lead more into a uh, real uh, relator i'm going to lean more into these things that i do really really well so i would prefer to be in that kind of a position mm -hmm. so and that really helped me to, too to understand like i'm not designed to do everything sometimes someone comes into your team or comes onto your environment and they're just gifted in that area and man give them the do like support their due or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I hope sure. that makes sense. Look into Strengths Finders. I think you can actually take a free kind of one and learn more about like your strength points. That really helps me uh, as I've been letting go of learning to ask for help because it's not a weakness. It's like a, I'm not strong in this area, and if you are, it'll actually make you feel great too because then you're working with your strengths. So yeah. Uh, all right, let's move into the you portion. It's time no. for you to pick the topic no. or the no. question that you have for no. us. And we will. <laughs> wow, you're doing a really good job ignoring me today. Well, you know, I, I just. I just I wanted to update you about the bed. I mean, JCD <laughs> does not have a Titanic shaped bed. That's just the most important thing. That is uh, very important. I'm glad. I'm glad that you mentioned it. We'll start with uh, It Don't Connect. Artists, comedians have a writer that they send to each venue, which includes some things they request to be in the green room, snacks, etc. What would be on your writer? Hmm. Well, I like this idea. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of somebody bringing me food. Mm -hmm. um, 
I think mine would be health snacks. I want fruit. I mm. want yummy, really good fruit. Like, not the kind that's out of season and not ripe yet fruit, which mm. is what I have in my refrigerator right now. And it makes me sad. <laughs> Why strawberries <laughs> in the winter? <laughs> um, I love fruit and I love um, crackers. You can, listen, it's your rider. You can have them yeah. fly in fresh strawberries from somewhere, no matter what, what season it is. I want papaya. <laughs> there you go. See, uh -huh. now you're getting the hang of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want a 77-inch uh, OLED TV uh, constantly playing Pixar movies on a loop. Wait. Um, wow. I want, <gasps> oh, uh, I was just thinking about snacks because sure. it don't connect. Big, big. Specifically mentioned snacks, et cetera. So I went to snacks, but the writer can include all that stuff too. Listen, you're the dreamer. Dream big. Dream big, girl. Come on. Uh, all right. And, so and then suddenly, I, also, <laughs> yeah. I also want a ball pit um that uh to play in no, you don't that would be fun no, um you don't completely sanitized of course and that's then, from your youth leave that then, in the <laughs> uh and then i would like a an endless supply of peanut m&ms so if we're going with the the snack route so yeah and some ibc cream soda yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh and some of the donuts from the local donut place okay yep. that's a lot Hey, listen, I, I, it's my writer. You it's want me to come writer. perform? This is the green room. My gosh. Well, no one's booking you. <laughs> They're like, she just wants You don't know fruit. how good I am. This guy wants everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else I would ask for because I think I'd feel like I was working the system. So. And that make you feel bad? I was just trying to yeah. go with the spirit of the question. It's great. No, you did great. Okay. Okay. Uh, Lollipop Shoe says, what's in the CinemaSin snack closet? Ironically, all the things we just mentioned. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Do we know? I still think it's out there somewhere. It must be. JCD says, you question based on my interest in uh, with Titanic. What is a subject you've uh, dived into deeper than most others? Hmm. Uh, probably the interplay and relationship between predestination and free will. Uh, is probably oh, yeah, for one. sure. And he's not even kidding. <laughs> That is, that is one of my favorite conversations. There's a moment in conversation with people where he will, like, let's say someone says something that sort of leads to this arena, and he just takes it and jumps in. Mm -hmm. He's just yeah. like, I, yeah. I know where we're going in this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know for me. I don't know. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I am a, I'm not a well-versed. There's probably a couple things I might, I guess, anatomy yeah, no, totally. Danae is the kind of person that, like, if you're like, oh, man, my shoulder hurts, and she's like, well, is it this muscle or this muscle, or possibly it's this bone and this bone and where they connect, and, mm -hmm. you know, I, I usually what about go a your little bit trapezioidness wacky. maximus, you know, like, how is that doing? No one <laughs> like, talks about that muscle anymore. <laughs> right? <laughs> the trapezioid maximus. <laughs> Listen, if people would pay more attention to their trapeziusoid maximus, uh, they would be in much better shape. Yeah, I think people are surprised when I go into that realm because as goofy and silly and 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 fun and entertainment minded as mm -hmm. I am, there are a couple of subjects where I get real like I get I get zoned in and when it comes yeah. to like helping people 
with that stuff or even just conversations about it. I, I do a little bit. I do go a little bit crazy sometimes. <laughs> uh, speaking of getting zoned in, uh, totally wasn't paying attention to the time. We do need to, to kind of wrap it up and head out. But uh, there was one that I wanted to do. There were, oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, okay. From Aaron earlier. Hold up. It's been a while since uh, I have been on. Who does the adorable puppy belong to? My money's on Danae, but I could be surprised. It's two puppies. And, it's two puppies, uh, and watch what happens when I open my door. It's they're my dogs. <laughs> they're just well trained. Uh, they're dogs. actually here. They're actually here in my house. They just hear through my. I have headphones set up for them uh, that they hear Danae opening her door. Uh, no, those are indeed uh, Danae's. Yeah, that's dogs. my that's my office that you guys are looking at. My collections um, mm -hmm. galore. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us on another Monday or someday we will be back. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really get into the update that I want to about the shirts. Let's just say there have been complications. Uh, so <gasps> let that, let that be a tease for what the next mean? episode. How do uh, I not know about this? I'm your friend. <laughs> uh, so we will get more into that on the next Monday or someday that we see you. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can become a member of Team DNA at Patreon. Patreon.com uh, slash Studio DNA uh, is where you can do that. And then you can watch us live. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you watch, whether it be YouTube, uh, Twitter with Periscope, uh, Twitch, or even that other social network that shall not be named. Facebook. Um, Make sure that you follow or subscribe so you know when we go live. And uh, we'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious 
serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. 